We love to prepare and make space for all sorts of things in life. Holidays, house moves, interviews, new jobs, work projects, weddings, the list goes on. So why is it that when creating a business that will help you leave your job, people expect the work to just fit in at the edges and that the time and energy to build it will somehow miraculously appear? Because that's what I've seen. People hear about a great idea for a business and buy a course or sign up for a program or get the book to learn all about it, but don't really consider how they're going to manage to fit in learning and creating it alongside an already busy life. It's essential to prepare properly in advance so you can manage your business startup project and your work and life without getting overwhelmed. In this episode, we're talking about how to prepare to make sure you have a solid foundation to launch your business startup project from so you can build it faster and with more ease. Are you ready? Then let's dive in. Hi, I'm Nicola O'Hara, and not so long ago, I navigated my way out of a successful corporate career to launch my dream online business and haven't looked back. Now I live a life of freedom and work where, when, how, and with whom I choose. I created this podcast to teach you the strategies that I learned and share the knowledge and tools I needed during my journey to business ownership so you can make your move out of your day job faster, smarter, and with greater ease. Think of me as your mentor, teacher, guide, and cheerleader through the highs and lows of the career to entrepreneur roller coaster. If you're an aspiring entrepreneur feeling trapped, unappreciated, or unfulfilled in your job, and long to break free to build a business and life you're passionate about, you're in the right place. The best time to start is right now. This is the career to entrepreneur method. Hello, it's Nicola here and welcome to another episode. Now this time we're talking about the power and importance of preparation, which is the second pillar in the career to entrepreneur method. I mentioned last time that I'm going to be digging deeper into each of the pillars to let you know why they're important and what you need to be thinking about if you're considering starting an online business while still in your busy day job. Now, something I didn't mention before, but it's really important to say is that action underpins each and every one of these pillars, because you have to do what's needed under each pillar to make your transition from your job into business ownership as easy and smooth as possible. But why is preparation one of the pillars? I have it as a pillar on its own because it's often forgotten. What I've heard from clients I've worked with and groups I've been in is that they feel overwhelmed. They try and create a business while in a full-time job, and after the enthusiasm wanes, it becomes a little too much to juggle. That overwhelm comes from not having prepared in advance. You have to accept that you have to make changes in your life upfront before you start to make the space in your life for your business to grow. So what do you need to be thinking about in terms of preparation? Well, there are mental and practical preparations you need to consider. The first is is one that's most important in my view, and it's the one that people find most difficult to make. And that is mentally uncoupling from your job. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, when you start any job, you have a contract, don't you? You have a contract of employment. And as you move from job to job in your career, you're always going to have these contracts. But also you have something called a psychological contract, So the contract of employment sets out all the things that are expected of you in terms of the day-to-day workings of your job and what you'll be paid for that from the company that you're working for and the compensation you're going to get. And a psychological contract is something slightly different. 
it's an agreement between you and your employer that you will do your best. You will put everything you, you can into this job, that you will treat everyone in a certain way, that you will have respect for your employer and for those people around you. And vice versa, the company then has that same respect for you. It will agree that it will look after you. It will help you with your career. And it's something that isn't in writing, but is kind of expected. And if you are committed to a career and you've been in a career for a long period of time, that grows pretty strong. And you have a loyalty to not just your current employer, but to the career that you're on. And for all that time, you have been, if you're an ambitious person, you have been wanting to do well in your job. You've been wanting to be promoted. You've been wanting to be the best. You've wanting to show your worth and show everything that you are. And you put everything into that career. When it comes to this point where you're looking to shift away from that and go into a business, you can't be 100% focused on both. It just isn't possible to be able to be 100% focused all your energy on two things. Okay. So you need to take a shift back from your current career. And this is very difficult for people because you've been connected to it for so long. And it's been something that you've been working hard on for so long. And there is that loyalty there. There is that feeling that you need to do your best every single day and you need to give that. And I'm not saying that you don't do that. But if you think about your contract of employment, there's a lot in there that you could do in your day job that actually isn't in the contract. For example, one classic thing, it will give you your hours of work. So typically that is nine to five, nine to six, maybe eight to six in extreme cases. But can you honestly say that you always stick to those hours? Maybe you do. But if you are somebody who is focused on your career, focused on getting ahead, there is that expectation that you will do more than that. Certainly in the psychological contract point of view, there is that, there, there is that expectation that you will go further, that you will do more hours. And for my, when I think back on my own career, very rare did I actually stick to those hours. What you're going to do now with your psychological contract is pull back and do what's the minimum that is needed. So you're still going to do your job, you're still going to perform, but you're not going to be going above and beyond. All those little things that you do currently that will make you stand out, make you be in that top tier of people within the company or in, within your department or within your, your job type. You're just going to take that foot off the gas a little bit. You're going to step back a little bit and just, just do what's necessary. And this is very important because until you do that, you are always going to have this mental connection to the company you're in. That company, that career is not going to be your future. You, you have decided to have a business and that's what you're going to be doing. You are not going to be in that world anymore. So you don't have to give your loyalty. You don't have to give all your energy to that. But it's still important and you have to give it respect for that. It is still going to be paying your bills. It is still going to be something you do every day. It's still going to be something you have to put effort into. It's a, a little shift, but it's a very important and significant shift. Because now your job is the thing that you are doing on the side of creating your business. So that's the first thing you need to think about when you're preparing. And I'm going to go into this probably in a full episode at some point, because it is something I think is, is very important and it's, it's one that people find very difficult. Another thing you need to think about when you are starting a, a business alongside your job, and I'm not saying you actually necessarily going to start trading, 
This is just you're creating it because it takes a lot to actually create all the foundations for a business before you even start selling. You need to think about when you will work on your business, what time of day you're going to be doing it, what day of the week, how long for. This is important to put in place. It's not something that can be just, you know, I will do it at some point or over the weekend, I will work on it or I will do it some evenings when I have the time. This is something you have to schedule and you have to honour that schedule as well. So you pick a date. If it could be, I'm going to work on the business an hour a day, or it could be, I'm going to work on my business all day Saturday, or it's going to be, I'm going to get up early and I'm going to work for an hour in the morning or an hour in the evening, whatever way your body clock works. But you have to put the time in. As soon as you start your business startup project, that is your priority that time. It's not going to be forever. Remember this. When you once you are actually left and you have your business running, you will have far more control over your time. But this is going to be something you're going to have to sacrifice a bit, a bit of time to be able to do this. It's really important you get into routine with this. So try not to have it that one day you do it on a Saturday, another day on a Sunday, another day, morning, nighttime. You need to have some kind of routine to this. I'm going to talk about in the habits pillar how important it is to have habits set up. And I'll be linking back to this, what we've talked about here. Then you need to think about in advance what you're going to do in those blocks of time. Because if you just sit down and say, I'm going to work on my business now, I'm telling you it's going to take you 10 years to get, <laughs> to get out of your job, okay? So you need to know exactly what the next thing you're going to be doing. And that means you need to have a solid plan. Another of the pillars is strategy and planning. And having that solid plan in place will really help you make sure that you get the right thing done at the right time and you can make the most of every moment that you have free. Another thing you can think about is where you're going to work. Now, this is going to be, you know, usually it's going to be at home, but if home isn't the place that you can actually work from, it's, it's difficult. If you've got distraction, you've got children or, you know, other people around that is just not going to allow you to do that, you don't have the space then you can think of somewhere outside the home. Maybe it's a coffee shop, maybe it's the local library, but somewhere you think you're going to get some peace for that particular time. Now, if it is at home, then try and find somewhere that's a permanent place for you to work, the same place, rather than just sort of clearing the kitchen table and putting stuff out there. Now, obviously at this time, we are post-pandemic. We all experienced working from home within that time. So you probably will have some kind of home desk, home office. And maybe you you work flexi time in your job now as well and you have an office space. What I would say is if you can, have a way of transforming that into your business space. It might be you just have a box with all your business stuff in, you take all that out and swap it over. It's just you want to be uh, mentally and energetically in your business space as a business owner rather than sitting in your workspace. So anything you can do to make that shift will really help you. It's just a small thing, but it's something that is good to prepare for in advance. Okay, another thing you need to do is prepare others around you. So if you're going to go for this business setup, you are going to be starting this business. It's going to be something that's going to be your future. It's going to be something that you are going to work with, you know, for how many more years in the future. And this is just a temporary time where you are transitioning from the job into the business. But you need to have the people around you supporting you. And and if they don't support you, at least understanding what you are doing. 
because you're going to need help from people. You're going to need support. You're going to need the space to be able to do what you need to do. So if you're saying, I'm going to work on my business now, you don't want them to be saying, oh, come and watch Netflix. So come off and go for a walk or we need to do this. We need to do that. They need to know that this is important and that they will respect what you're doing. Uh, Otherwise, it makes it so much harder for you. Uh, So certainly you need to get them on side. Again, I'll talk about in a separate episode on exactly how you can do that. You also need to think about other things in your life, that practical things in your life that you do. So things like cooking, cleaning, gardening, looking after the kids, picking the kids up. If you have any things you do on on a weekly basis that take up your time because you're going to need to find time, right? So you need to sort of think about in advance anything that you could potentially outsource. Now, if you financially can't afford that, I understand. Maybe it's you get help from other relatives. If you can afford it, then think about getting a cleaner, getting someone who can come in and maybe cook your meals, uh, who can do the gardening. Anything you have that you can outsource this particular time is so important. Uh, And again, you don't have to do it forever, but for this particular part of time, you need all the help you can get so you can focus on your business and building your business. Otherwise, it's going to take a very long time for you to be able to get up to the point that you can actually um, start selling. I've already mentioned habits, but part of preparation is getting good habits in place. So not just the habits in terms of routine, but habits in terms of you know, good sleep hygiene, health and well-being, your ability to be able to be productive in the time you have. These are all habits that you can start creating even before you start working on your business. Okay, so try and, and work those out one at a time and in advance. So it make before you get started and before you're in it, uh, because once you're actually in the midst of creating your business, your your mind is going to be so full. There's so many things that you're going to need to learn, so many things that you're going to need to do that you need to be able to have some good habits in, already in place before then. For example, like if you're going to be not sleeping properly and you're drinking glasses of wine and coffee late at night and you, you're not able to find the time or you have no energy, it's going to be very difficult to start working on something. But if you've already tried to clean up those habits and make yourself feel better, make yourself more energised, it's going to be a lot easier to then step into making room for this whole new business that's coming into your life. The bottom line is that the old saying, saying, fail to prepare, prepare to fail, could not be more relevant than here. The more you do to prepare before you get going on your business startup project, the better. Because when you get started, you will have your mind and hands full with balancing everything. Do not underestimate how much time it will take, how much energy you will need and the help and support you're going to have to accept to make it happen. But with preparation, you create a firm foundation and send out a clear intention to yourself and those around you that this business is happening. It's not some fantastical dream. It's something that you're really committed to. Now, I'm going to be getting deeper into all aspects of preparation on the podcast this year. So if you don't want to miss out, then go and follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon or Google. If you're listening to this on my website, then there's a link to each of those platforms at the bottom of the page. So go and check those out. Okay, that's it for this episode. Remember, if you don't try, you will never know if you could have succeeded. Don't wait to get started. This is your time.